Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hello. Welcome to the third episode of Scene One, Take One with Cole Real. I'm your host, Cole Real. Um, what we've got going on today is I am going to watch Fletch. Um, I rented it on the PlayStation Network. Um, however that works out, I think it was like four bucks or something for this rental. Um, so Fletch 1985 stars Chevy Chase. Um, I know that he has some disguises that he puts on in this film. Um, some sort of detective. I've heard it referenced a few times here and there. Um... So that's about it for um, what I know about going into this film. Um, excited. I've heard a lot about it. Um, not too much details, though, which I think is nice. You never want anything to be too spoiled. Um, and just to kind of, um, how would I put it, a few more recent films that I've seen. Um, started using Letterboxd. If you want to follow the show on there, um, it's seen one, take one. Um, recently watched Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, thought it was a good comedy. Um, however, standard American comedy where we try to inject a serious storyline into a comedy that could be fun, a lot of fun without it. Um, what else? Brooklyn, which was a very nice period piece, very nice love story. I liked um, how female centric it was. Um, very few males involved in it. It was kind of like your uh, reversal of a standard um, American drama where it's very male-centric. Um, it was nice to see a film that was all about females, um, as was Sisters, I guess. Um, also watched Lucy. Um, what I want to say about that film is... It is a great example of how to keep your budget low by using stock footage in as many ways as possible. Um, thought it did that very well. Used a lot of stock footage, which I don't think your average film fan is even going to know what stock footage is. What else do we got? We got the Peanuts movie, um, which I really liked. I've, I like a lot of Charlie Brown Um a the Charlie Brown specials, the Peanuts comic strip. Um, and I thought this was a great blend of taking the old material, injecting it into a modern day sensibility. Um, and overall pretty entertaining. Um, also watched a Danish girl. Uh, a little bit just too, too much, guys. Too much. Um, concussion was good. Creed, um, which we talked about on the Silly Road podcast. Um, if you want to hear more about that, um, and probably my underrated gem right now, um, is Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Very surprising how good this comedy is, how well thought out it was. Um, it plays in its universe extremely well. Um, 
could not recommend it enough. Excited to see what else Netflix puts out um, in their whatever direct direct to Netflix um, feature films. Um, sometimes TV series are just a few. It's a few um, a little too big of a commitment, is what I guess you could say. Um, so we got that. Um, they also released Beast and No Nation recently, which I haven't seen. Um, I did watch Ridiculous 6, which was the Adam Sandler film, which was um, just kind of a disappointing Sandler film. Um, but I don't think it was horrible as many as most people would tell you. Um, I guess really the only films I still need to see from 2015 um, that I'm interested in are The Revenant and, um, what is it, Carol, I guess are the two, and Joy. So without further ado, let's get into watching some Fletch here. Very excited. I'll take notes and I'll get back to you guys. Okay, thank you for listening. Okay, and I'm back. I just watched Fletch. And let's do a little bit of breakdown. Um... And then we'll get to whatever user comments we have, listener comments. Um, so we open up Fletch, um, classy opening song, um, Bit by Bit, I think is the name of it. Or it might just be Fletch theme, not really sure. Um, and then a simple front credit. Um, not much effort put into this credit reel. And I think that kind of speaks for most of the visuals in this movie. Um not a very interesting movie, but I would say it's more about the story, more about the comedy, more about the wit than anything else. Um, so then we open up Chevy, Chevy Chase character, um, Irving Fletch, I believe, um, is on, he's on a California beach walking by a pier, um, see the water in the background. He's in a Lakers jersey. Um, he tells us that he's a undercover junkie. He talks to some guys, um, and it kind of plays off like a noir theme where we have um, Chevy Chase's voiceover going over um, the scene. And then Chevy ends up meeting um, with a guy who picks him kind of out of the crowd um, and brings him to under the pier. Um, turns out this guy is Alan, who's kind of our main villain in this whole movie, even if he's not on screen that much. Um, so... Fletch ends up going to Alan's mansion with him. Um, and then we, at one point, Fletch looks out a window and we see our 80s movie babe, um, a.k.a. Alan's wife. Um, and Alan turns out he wants Fletch to murder him um, in some sort of convoluted plan. Um, Alan is also... I guess you could say not seen as that bright in this scene. Um, kind of sets up his characters. I don't know. Just kind of character development. Not bright as in um, Chevy Chase quips to him that his name is Ted Nugent. And he continues to call him Nugent. Um, which is kind of funny. However, I did not find the majority of the front of this movie to be that funny. I would say I didn't find this movie to be that funny in general. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. <clears throat> um, and Alan definitely thinks 
Chevy Chase is a junkie, which um, I think the main issue why this didn't work for me is he's undercover as a junkie, and yet he's quipping all this stuff back to him. He doesn't look too ratter, tattered up. Um, he's a little too positive to be a junkie. Um, so I don't think, but then again, I don't think Fletch is supposed to be the greatest undercover person ever. I think he's just supposed to be passable as um, being an undercover whatever you need him to be um, in his newspaper reporting. Um, I am not sure if I found a lot of Chevy Chase's quips or Fletch's quips in this um, to be failures because it's something that you've seen done on like YouTube a lot now um, where somebody can quip against themselves very easily in a jump cut. Um, so I'm not sure if that's just a sign of the times kind of thing, why I didn't like Chevy Chase's quips. Um, maybe I would like them more on a second time through where I could focus less on the story and more on the quips. Um, so maybe I'll find that out eventually. However, this is scene one, take one going off my first impression of the film. Okay. Um, Fletch goes to the newspaper, whatever you want to call it, station, office, um, and turns out he needs to finish this big story about being an undercover junkie. Um, and then he decides to do some background work on the Allen character who hired him to kill him. Um, so he ends up finding Allen's doctor. He goes to the doctor's office. Um, just a very pale color scheme in most of this movie. Um, this whole scene was very uncomfortable. Um, and then we go for an easy prostate exam, kidney exam, whatever you want to call it. Um, little tiny scene here. Um, the doctor smiling as he puts on the glove to insert it into, um, Chevy Chase's rectum. We get the somewhat, somewhat famous quotable Moon River, um, moment right here. Um, overall found this to be quite just odd. Um, so then Fletch is undercover as a doctor. He's throwing all these papers around with an older secretary. Um, and you can see now that Fletch, um, I'm not sure if I really appreciate it, but he does not put too much preparation into any of his undercover disguises. Kind of goes with the flow, goes to where the story is going to be. Um, and just like he's inspecting a plane later, we'll get to that. He doesn't know anything about planes. Um, so he's not a very good detective. I guess he's just a good reporter is what, um, the film is trying to show. Continuing, um, Fletch changes to a surgical outfit. Um, he ends up passing out in the record room. Um, I did like the little, um, he wakes up in the record room and a nurse goes over to him. Um, she asks him if he needs anything and he asks for the Beatles White Album. It was a record, record room joke. I appreciated that joke. That was probably the first joke that I liked in um, the whole film up until this point. Um, and then he also ends up going into Alan's record, finding out that he's um, cancer free. Um, and then he ends up at a tennis club 
I'm not really. Oh, he had talked to the doctor about the tennis club before. Um, and then he meets Alan's wife. Um, blah, blah, blah. He kind of um, charms his way through that encounter, um, which I'm not sure if in 2016 that Fletch could ever um, pass for a smooth character. Um, that's more something relate to like your um, Dwayne the Rock Johnsons of the world however moving on um, meeting um, and then he meets with the wife um, not the the wife's dad so uh, you know what I'm just gonna look up her name really quickly here okay the um, that person's name is Gail Gail so he goes to Gail's um, dad the airline owner of sorts um, and he gets the realtor's number that Alan bought a property from in Utah. Um, so really, we're not too sure where this mystery is going yet. Um, but I guess the quips of Chevy Chase are supposed to um, keep the viewer interested. However, uh, maybe um, those were all falling a little flat for myself personally. Maybe it's just a first-time watch kind of thing. Um, so he goes um, to his home. He has an encounter with his ex-wife's lawyer. Um, and then we get a somewhat um, something I've seen. I've seen the pictures before places, not really sure, um, of Fletch playing um, in the Lakers, playing for the Lakers. I'm not sure if this is something that um, comes to fruition in Fletch Lives, the sequel. Um if he ends up playing for the Lakers or something. However, this doesn't really pay off at any point. Um, I was kind of expecting a post credit scene where maybe Fletch has to sneak himself onto the Lakers court. I watched all the way through the credits waiting for that because um, I had seen this image before, and it's just kind of done in almost a dream sequence, in a dream sequence kind of thing. Um, disappointing. So then Fletch goes back to the beach, um, the cops come and they beat up um, a guy who had complained about the cops beating him up before. Um, Fletch throws the rock through the windows and the cops do not react to it at all. Um, so Fletch knows something's up because of that. Um, Fletch goes back to the newspaper's office. Um, some encounters there. And then he ends up going to um, Utah. Um Goes to Utah, he's at a motel, he calls the realtor, um, and it turns out that instead of spending $3 million on a property out here, he only spent $3,000, and um, not the wife, not the wife's father um, ever thought to look up on the property. Um, I guess Alan's just a good liar is what we're trying to set up here um, by showing this stuff. And it's also a plot device. Um, so then he goes, he breaks in. Oh, that's, well, he learns that by breaking into the realtor's office and sealing the deed. A um, lot of scenes with a Scooby-Doo looking dog here, but a little more violent. Um, and the dog jumps through a window at one point, um, which was cool. Um, and then Fletch... Um, ends up back at his apartment in Los Angeles. Um, 
and then the police plant heroin on him in a cringe worthy acted scene um and then fletch is taken into the police station um where there's a police chief who um just kind of not very well developed or motivated just kind of a stereotype i could say lacking a lot of sense and logic in this scene um and then he's back um and then he's ends up back at the newspaper station and it gives off the vibe that the um, newspaper manager is kind of in on the whole newspaper manager or editor um, he's kind of in on the whole um, whatever conspiracy is going on with the drugs and blah 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 and Allen um, I wrote down stupid because I was very disinterested with the movie at this point um, and it turns out that the manager slash editor is not in on this movie not sorry not movie not in on this scheme at all in the end which i found um odd i guess i just found that odd um so then he goes to boy aviation um he's looking at the plane um and then the guy very um how would i put it conveniently mentions that he fills it up with a nose enough fuel to go to South America and back, how vague, um, just South America, um, whatever, but I did like Chevy Chase's, um, kind of persona that he put on in this scene of the flight engineer guy, whatever, um, it was amusing, however, uh, if you were gonna do that, wouldn't you do a little bit of back research on planes and stuff, um, so a little bit suspension of logic and reason in this um, scenario. Um, but you know what? I guess Fletch does make it out just fine. And he gets his job done without knowing too much. So why do more work than you have to, I guess, is his um, motivation. So then we end up at the tennis club. And Fletch tells Gail, who he's met um, all of one time previous to this, about everything going on with Alan. One, I think just one time, maybe twice. Um, and then he goes to spy on Alan. Alan and the chief are seen together. Um, and then Fletch goes back to his apartment, and there's a bunch of cops waiting for him. Um, he hijacks a car with a kid who ends up to be stealing the car in it, and we get um, the turning point of the movie for myself. Um, we get Get Out of Town song in the background, um, and we get a great chase sequence, great car um, chase, very well shot. Um, you could follow the action very easily. And then he ends up um, in a kitchen, and then he disrupts the ceremony um, where the cops are trying to get him. Um, and then he has all the people in the ceremony hug the cops out of appreciation and escapes that way. That was very well done. I appreciated that. Um, and then um, he's back at the airport. Um, at the airport checking on the ticket that Alan had previously said he was saving for him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, 
Fletch gets fired if the story isn't in. However, it doesn't seem like Fletch um, would be so persuaded by getting fired. Um, so it's kind of low stakes that we have at this point. Um, in Utah, now he's back in Utah. He's checking on this Savannah person who um, Alan also bought a ticket for. Um, and Chevy Chase arrives in a great powdered blue suit into this semi-abandoned um, apartment, home, whatever you want to call it. Um, turns out Savannah left this morning, which a guy with a gun who's defending the place um, tells Fletch. Um, oh, and also we get a, another gay joke, a lot of gay jokes in this movie, something you wouldn't see done too much now. Um, probably would have to take those out if we ever want to remake Fletch, um, which really should never be done. I don't think it would be worth it. Um, but then Fletch ends up going to um, Alan's parents' farms, and he kind of learns that um, Alan is living a double life. Um, and then we're back at the bungalow at the tennis club, whatever. Um, oh, and then he tells the wife everything. Did I mess that up early? Did I take bad notes, guys? I apologize if I took bad notes. Um, however, if you're listening to this, I assume... Um, yeah, I was at the tele tennis club and I wrote down tells woman all about Alan. Um, hmm. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Um, Fletch is on the beach and he's a roller skate Jesus kind of character. Um, we get another gay joke. Um, and then Fletch asked the guy who got beat up by the cops and taken away earlier. Um, he asked him where the drugs are coming from, and he says, somewhere in South America. How convenient. Okay. Um, and then he's back at the... Then he goes back to the office with two um, guys who are going to be sources for the story. Um, and then we get the mansion. We get the whole climax. We learn the whole mystery, which I guess... Um, I didn't really piece together completely up until this point, so I kind of like this. Um, I did like, after the car chase sequence, I liked the rest of the film. Before that, I thought it was a little meaningless, um, boring. Um, and then we go back to the newspaper, and then Fletch um, gets the girl, and bada-bing, bada-boom, realist guys in the room. Um, that's the end of Fletch. So what I would like to say overall about my impressions of Flesh, a um, little boring, little dated. Um, however, I wouldn't say that I would not recommend it at all. Um, I definitely would recommend it. Um, and from Matt Farley, the great Matt Farley, um, his comments on Fletch are as follows. It's Chevy at his base. Great concept. Insert wisecracking Chevy Chase into an, an otherwise straightforward mystery. Um, which I guess is a very great comment, Matt. Um, and I would say very accurate and well thought out. Um, and he also says, Get Out of Town is an 80s rocker in every way. Check out the music video sometime. Um, well, I guess I have to do that now if Matt Farley told me to do it. 
Um, so it looks like we're going to be clocking it a little short on this one. Um, I guess I don't really have anything else to say about um, Fletch the Movie. If you guys have any films you would like me to watch for Scene 1, Take 1, um, make no hesitation to tweet them to me at R-E-A-L-C-O-L-E-R-I-E-L, Real Cole Real, on Twitter. Um, thank you for listening based off the ad on uh, the back of Moturn Heartburn. Uh, I did not see any spike in the download so far, um, which is disappointing. However, maybe maybe once I actually start turning out more episodes, um, we'll get some traction going. Um, yeah, I'm not going to try um, Silly Road Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to that on iTunes. Um, and I think that's going to be about it for Fletch overall. If I had to rate it, um, I've been doing a lot of rating on letterbox.com. In their five-star system. Um, I guess this would clock him right around two and a half. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Um, right in the middle. However, I would recommend it. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode of Scene 1 Take 1. Um, check you guys out next time. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.